Well, Pastor Nick has been, uh, has started this series on the Psalms, in uh, starting at Psalms 120, and uh, there's about 15 of them, that really are talking about, uh, they're called Psalms of Ascent, and they're uh, psalms, they're traveling psalms. They're songs for the journey of life. And that's how we can apply it to our lives. As the Jewish people were called to go to Jerusalem for particular feasts. And they had, they would sing these songs or psalms. They were songs for the road as they traveled up to Jerusalem. And Jerusalem is on, is high. It's on hills. And as they would get closer to the city, they would be traveling up. And so uh, this is uh, the theme, I believe, of these Psalms, is to know that God is with us as we are traveling. Because it was a very dangerous journey. There was all kinds of hazards along the way. But uh, in thinking of this psalm and applying it for today, these psalms lead us upwards to God in our own personal walk with him. And this morning we were, we heard an exhortation to look to, look to the Lord because of what he has done for us. He has done so much for us. And we need to look to God for our help every day. Regardless of what we're doing, whether it's putting our shoes on in the morning or uh, maybe the muscles and the bones don't work just like they used to. And you're thinking, Lord, help me. Help me. There's so many things. All day long, we need his help. I remember when I was a child growing up, my dad had a saying, and uh, it meant a lot. It was a positive thing for him, but in thinking about it now, I think it's, it was a little bit incorrect, and maybe you've heard this, and actually Ben Franklin was the one who had uh, made this uh, a qu quote, not a quote, but a saying. He says, uh, God helps those who help themselves. Anybody ever heard that? Yeah. <laughs> well, the scriptures teach us that God helps those that seek his help. God helps those that seek his help. So Psalms 121 teaches us about trusting in God's providential care. And actually, among the Jewish people, and anybody, everybody, some families read this psalm out loud before going on a journey. And I'm going to read it here in just a moment. Devout Jews recite portions of this psalm when they leave or enter their homes. And I think that they sometimes have a little thing attached to their door uh, as they go out 
they reach up and they touch that that scripture that's a little scroll or a little plaque or on their door, they'll reach up and touch that and it has Psalms 121 on it. So they are recognizing that they want the Lord's care and protection because they're going out. And then when they come in, it's a good psalm for the journey of life. And I'm just going to read it at this time. Psalms 121. I will lift up mine eyes onto the hills. From whence cometh my help? My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. I'm also reminded of Psalms 91 for the Lord's protection. And uh, I felt that there was three points that I wanted to bring out in this psalm felt that it was teaching us three different things and uh, maybe before I just continue on I, I just want to pray Heavenly Father we thank you that we are special to you that you love your people and you want to be around about them you want to be before them, behind them, to the side of them. As they look to the left and to the right, you want to be there because you love your people and you want to guide and direct their steps. You want to keep them, keep them safe, body, soul, and spirit. And Lord, I pray that as we look at this psalm, that we will have that witness in our heart, that sense that you are with us you are always with us your eye is always upon us upon each one and lord may we look to you today may we lift up our eyes and look to you in jesus name amen so i felt that the first thing that I would like to draw to your attention is that regardless of our need or problem, we all have needs and problems that we should seek God first. Seek God first. The first two verses says, I will lift up mine eyes onto the hills. Now when I think of lifting up your eyes, what happens when a person feels discouraged? When you feel maybe you've done something that you regret, you feel ashamed? What do we do? 
your child comes and stands before you and they know that they have done something wrong. Do they come before you all excited with their faces looking up? No, it's down. It's down. But here in these verses, it says, you know, look up to the hills. And it's not that the hills are going to help us, but it's the idea of looking up. Look up. Look higher to see the God that created them. You know, in Psalms 46.1, it says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in time of trouble. And I often think of this verse in times of trouble. God is present. He is present. He's a present help in time of trouble. He's very present. But... You know, we are encouraged to lift our eyes, to raise our eyes. Even if we don't live where there's mountains, that we can look to the mountains or look to the hills, but to lift our eyes, even if it's up to see the blue sky, but it's lifting your eyes to look to the God that is higher than we are. He's high and lifted up. It's like uh, it lifts your heart when you can lift your eyes up and know that the one that created those things that are up well, created the world, in fact, Psalms 90 and verse 2, it says, Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever thou hadst formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. They were symbols of strength and stability. You look at a mountain, you go through the, the, the mountains in B.C. You know, they... They are so, I don't think a person can actually drive through there without thinking of the awesomeness of the God that put them there. They're a symbol of strength and stability. And we know that, you know, a mountain can fall as Mount St. Helens fell. There was a large part of that mountain that fell. But God is causing us, needing us to look up, to see him, to realize how great and how awesome he is. You know, when you think of the wonderful things that God has given us, and we raise our eyes to look around, God is a great God, a powerful God. And... When we have problems, we have difficulties, there we look down to see them. We look around to see them. You know, we can, uh, uh, it's almost like they're just waiting to trip us up. Problems and difficulties, they're kind of 
on the, on the surface, on the ground. They're down here. But you know, it's so good to lift your head physically. Lift your head and look up and say, God is greater than these problems. God is greater than these difficulties. God is higher. He's high and lifted up. You know, we do that in our heart, in our soul, but sometimes it helps to do it in the physical too, that we actually tip our head up and lift our eyes up toward God. He is the maker of heaven and earth. And he has, is showing us the source of our help, the source of our blessing. They come from the Lord. He is the maker of heaven and earth. Unlimited power, wisdom, and understanding. He has the resources. What does the Bible say? He owns the cattle on a thousand hills, the wealth in every mine. All of these things are the Lord's. Do we realize that the creator of the universe is our helper and our friend? I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills. From whence cometh my help? My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. What a mighty God we serve. So continuing on down, that, uh, down those verses, verses 3 to 6, he is our protector. And as I was looking at this, well, I'll read it first. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day nor the moon by night. As I was reading that part about uh, he does not slumber or sleep, I was reminded of the scripture in 1 Kings chapter 18. And that is talking about Elijah when he had this confrontation with all the priests of Baal up on the mountain. And uh, what did he tell the, the people, the Baal worshipers? They were, they were dancing around their, their, uh, uh, their altar and trying to get some response from their God. And Elijah taunted them, and he said, what's the matter, is your God sleeping? Is he slumbering, you need to wake him up, cry louder, and though, so they did. They did all kinds of things to try to get their, their God, the God of Baal, to answer them. And the idea was he was supposed to come down by fire on this altar. And nothing happened. And so Elijah is, is taunting them. You know, cry louder because your God must be sleeping. But I'm so glad to know that our God 
never sleeps, never slumbers, never dozes, never gets distracted. You know, we can doze off. We sometimes do in church. Doze off. But you know, God is not like that. The God that we serve doesn't get distracted, doesn't get weary. He says here, you know, he never, behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. We can sleep because we know that he doesn't. That even when we are sleeping, he's still watching. He's still caring. He's still looking after all the things that he looks after. I don't know if anyone else has ever experienced this, but I know that sometimes when, when uh, I was a child, when my children were, ch were small, they would want you to lay down with them at night so they could go to sleep for whatever reason. They just felt that if you were there, they could go to sleep. And so you'd lay down beside them, and uh, uh, when you were quite sure that they were asleep, then you'd probably go and get in your own bed. But uh, it was a comfort to them to know that mom or dad was there beside them. And you know, we can have that comfort from the Lord, that when we lay our heads on our pillow at night, that the Lord is not sleeping. He is not slumbering. But he's there as our protection. He's close beside us. And it refers to him as that shade upon the right hand. In Psalm 16 and 8, he says, I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. Wherever we are, whether we go to the farthest most place from here, Timbuktu, he is there. Wherever you go, he is there. He is there. Travelers to Jerusalem faced many dangers along the way. And in reading, uh, about that climate there, sunstroke was a danger during the day. And here he says, the sun shall not smite thee by day. Whatever that all involved, I'm not really 100% sure, but he says, the sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. I'm not just sure how the moon uh, would be strong enough to really uh, have an impact upon us. But uh, he says, The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. In Psalms 91, verse 5 and 6, it says, Thou shalt not be afraid of the terror by night, or for the arrow that flieth by day. So the Lord covers us 
day and night. He's our protection. Every aspect of our life, he is there. He is there. There was a time when uh, I was about 11 or 12, and uh, the family that I was, uh, I'd gone to uh, spend the afternoon after school with a friend of mine that lived in town. I was in the country, they were in town, and I think I was, must have been staying overnight at their place. But anyway, they were going to the lake to go swimming. And uh, so I went along, thought that was great. But I really couldn't swim. All I could do was dog paddle. But their, their children, they could all swim. They'd taken swimming lessons. And so they all started out to the raft that wasn't that far away, maybe from here to the, to the doors of the church. And I thought, I can do that. That's not that far. So I tried it. But I couldn't do that. And I would have drowned if I had not. And one of the times that I came up and I hollered help, and the father was on that raft, and he came and rescued me. But you know, God was there. He was there, and he helped me. And he had somebody there that could save me, thank the Lord. So, uh, you know, wherever we are, whether out on the sea, out on the lake, trust the Lord to save you. Times of storms, in the storms of life. You know, there's all kinds of storms in life. And just like Peter went to walk to Jesus on the water, and as he realized what he had done and the waves and the water that he looks down and he says, sees the, the trouble that he's, he could be in and he starts to sink and he says, Jesus, save me. And you know, sometimes that's all that we need to do when we are in those times of, of problems and, and troubles and say, Jesus, save me. Help me. Realizing that he may be the only one, and oftentimes he's the only one that can help us. He doesn't promise that we'll never have problems, but he promises to be with us in our problems. I'd just like to read Romans 8. There's a couple of verses that I want to read there. Verse 28 says, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. And down verse 31 it says, What shall we say then to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? In verse 38 and 39 for I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And you know, 
Sometimes bad things happen to good people, but he does promise to always be with us. He will see us through. He will walk with us. And as I was, uh, I was reading through a book of Joyce Myers, and uh, she had this little a paragraph that I would like to just read to you at this time. And uh, it's, it's taken from this psalm. It says, God, I declare that my help comes from you. You will not allow my foot to slip. You do not slumber or sleep, but you are always watching over me and keeping me. You are the shade on my right hand. You will keep me from all evil. You will keep my life and watch over my going out and my coming in. I thought, I thought that was such a, a powerful word and a declaration, a declaration. And we can take that from that psalm. I'm just going to read it again. God, I declare that my help comes from you. You will not allow my foot to slip. You do not slumber or sleep, but you are always watching over and keeping me. You are the shade on my right hand. You will keep me from all evil. You will keep my life and watch over my going out and my coming in. And I just trust that as we look at that psalm, and as you sometimes feel that you are inclined to be looking down at your problems, to look up and realize that he is with you. He is keeping you. Father, we just thank you that you are the one that keeps us. You are watching over us. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen.